And hello, everybody. It's that time of the year. That time of the year for some uh, anime reviews. Now, this is going to be on summer 2020, and we have Valk back, of course. And honestly, like looking back, this season was pretty small, all things considered. Like... This season had a lot of its shows that would have been in it, I think, pushed back quite a bit. So, it's kind of small, so don't expect too much. But, with that being said... Yeah, no. That is not... That is very true. Like... There was quite a few things that were pretty big, so without further ado, here we go. We're going to start it off with the best opening, and this one is kind of weird for me because um, I have an opening that I liked, but I, I liked the ending just a little bit better, but best OP for me this season was uh, Spark Again by Aimer from Fire Force Season 2, Part 1. And I ended up choosing this over God of High School solely because, solely because I love Aimer and like other, like, just a little bit, just, just a little bit, got a little bit more out of the opening for Fire Force. They were both really good in terms of um, composition, music the little bit of spoilers here and there and all the other stuff but like the opening for part one of season two for, for fire force was just a little bit better overall and that's saying something because both of them are really good Yeah, well, well, you could argue it would be got a high school too, but continue. Yeah.
There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, honestly, like, it was really tough because, like, Rent-A-Girlfriend actually had a lot of things that were doing pretty solid for the opening. But it just kind of was, like, one of those, like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which, it was a very safe choice, but... that's not going to carry the whole thing. And like, when we... yep. And we all know what that is, but moving on, it's, it still did good, but like not enough to get best OP best soundtrack. Um, I love the diversity of God of high school soundtrack. And like, the music that was used in general with it was very nice. It kept up with the pace of the show itself. It was, it drew you in, had really good moments. Nothing was really wasted. None of the music sounded bad at all. None of it sounded out of place. Loved it. I mean, like, there was, like, it, it was the only one where it's, like, when I'm listening, when I watch a lot of these animes, like, which one would make me want to buy a soundtrack if I had to choose? And... By far, got a high school definitely did, especially with the those op with that opening. So, I I had to choose that one. That one was chosen for me. And that that is something I've never heard before, and it fits that show. Well, to be fair, Western movies are pretty solid depending on what you're looking for, so I can't blame you. But um, with that show in particular, with uh, Aparayaman, like... That fits very well, especially with the whole overall vibe and everything. Yeah, which, did you ever, by the way, figure out that exact timeline? Because this is something we talked about before. All right. Well, <laughs> that's unfortunate. But, like, for other, other shows that had good soundtracks, I mean, like, obviously fire force like for that has to have like a good soundtrack but like i wasn't a fan of the music for the ending to start and like i thought rent a girlfriend had some pretty solid music overall um uh, quite a few of the shows honestly like there weren't too many that had like stand out like 
music music outside of the couple that we've mentioned so far. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but like... It's like, as much as I hate to say it, as much as I hate to say it, I did uh, end up accidentally, and I can't stress this enough, accidentally listening to the ending themes and the opening themes from uh, Sword Art Online, and I... Ugh. Uh, Which, thankfully, that's, that's fine. They were probably really busy. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, overall, like, the music was not terrible this season, but in my opinion, the music was, like, not mind-blowing. Which brings us to the end of the music, best ending, and I've been talking about it a lot already, so let's just keep going. I think God of High School had the best ending theme of the season by far it was such a nice wind down from the overall pace of the entire show itself like it was very good and it still kept a little bit of that upbeatness it didn't like completely go from like oh yeah 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 to uh and then just kind of disappear it kept that yeah 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 but at like a smoother more relaxing pace and that's not easy to accomplish i was very happy with that ending theme and the way the design the design of the ending theme itself too was pretty solid though they do have i will i will point out that the ending of both their opening and their ending they just use a lot of shots from the show but with the ending in particular it was more hand-drawn and more different um shots from other things outside of the show so it was very nice I Yeah, that's, songs like those are actually not, they're not, like, uncommon, but they're, <laughs> Lord only knows, <laughs> I will say that that was a very solid choice. I mean, like, that kind of pacing and um, design in general is really good for those kind of shows. And if... <laughs> some shows will do that to you. Some, some shows will do that. Some shows will do that. Now, 
the next one was uh I'm not going to talk a lot about it. Yeah, no, like <laughs> Yeah, no, like, and plus with, um, with currently what's going on around this time, like, with the arcs that they chose, it was a really good arc for Fire Force, actually. Really good arc. One of my favorite, um, scenes happens in this arc, actually. But Origaru, it finished. It's done. It's, uh, that's all I'm gonna say for right now. Like, I'm gonna, that's, that's, I, I, that's all I'm gonna say for now. And we're gonna move on because... If I keep talking, it's not going to be pretty. But, best new series. This one was kind of weird for me, because there weren't a lot of... From the new series, it was kind of, like, given to you, really. Like, I was hoping for a little bit more from one of them, and I almost chose it, but I ended up going back to uh, Uzaki-kun for this one, because... No, I don't know what you're talking about, sir, but Zaki, but like, anyways, anyways, this series was exactly as it was supposed to be, it was done very well, the animation's there, the voice acting was good, it was a nice, lighthearted comedy, and exactly what I expected from, as somebody who read the manga, it delivered very well, and it's definitely worth it. <laughs> yeah no um that is the whole premise of the series is based in college nobody in this series is like super fresh out of high school like i believe she's a second or third year off bat like and he's like a second Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it's a good show. Yeah.
Yeah, that's that's one of the things that um really sticks. Yeah, that this is the thing that really sticks with a lot of shows too. Like, I can tell you from the grip that a lot of people were having. The people that were recording Fire Force, especially the beginning of the arc that started the season, had so much fun because it, it just it, it it showed it showed in the animation, it showed in the voice acting, especially the voice acting, like. I still can visibly see that whole scene where they're all, like, basically contact high off of the smoke on the train, and they're just having a good old time. It's so funny to look back at that, but there was a lot of fun to be had. And I think um, one of the few things that did come good out of COVID was that it gave some of the animators and some of the people who worked in the industry a little bit of a reprieve and ended up giving them a little bit of a spark back because you can see it in some of the stuff that's coming out now too especially with like a couple things we'll be talking about later on in the in a couple few weeks so look forward to that but decadence i i do like i didn't get a chance to catch up completely with it but it was pretty damn pretty and easily this one of the cutouts from uh everything else but moving on we have best girl and I actually had a confliction with this, but I'm going to let you start off with this one, Val. It reminds me of a certain character from Dore, um, Dore Doho. I'm pretty sure I just completely, completely messed that up, but it, whatever. Everybody knows who I'm talking about. This big, beautiful, busty woman who is a bartender who has arms the size of my arms. Actually, I think her arms are bigger. Her arms are bigger than my arms, and anybody who knows me, I have some pretty thick arms. But she looked like somebody who could punch you and send you through a wall, and she would punch you and send you through a wall. And I'm getting the same vibe from Jing as well, so that's a good choice. Yeah, anybody who doesn't know Valkyrie. Val Valk really likes cars. He really likes them. Ah. He's got a problem sometimes, but it's okay. Um Best Girl for me. I had an issue because on one hand I technically couldn't give this to this character again because it was only an OVA. It was a three episode OVA. But at the other hand, shush i'm not done yet on the other hand the other person that i wanted to choose is from origairu so like i ended up choosing yui yugihama from origairu because all i will say is i was in her corner from episode one season three that's that's it that's all i'm gonna say i you know that's fine i we we can have that 
I that's fine. I don't mind. I'm in I'm in her corner. That's it. I don't want to talk I don't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. We're just gonna move to Best Boy, which Best Boy by far, in my opinion, is definitely Han Dawe from God of High School. Like his motives, his reasoning, his calm demeanor, his personality, his get shit done mentality is just tops. Like this man, he is all he from the jump was already a really good fighter. And he's like he fought a lot in like his best friend, just oh I don't want to spoil too much because some people still haven't gotten a chance to watch it and it's still relatively fresh. So just know that Han Daiwei is that boy that if you guys were bros, you'd love him. You'd be there for him. He he's the man. I love what they I love this character in that show. A lot. And it's like he doesn't, but like he does. He has a reason to a lot of the things he does too, and he's very he 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 goes about it as nonchalantly as possible. But he also tries to be very committal when he does do something. He doesn't do anything half heartedly, and that yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but not not heavy. Just enough, just enough to be a splash, give a little bit of an accent to his uh overall personality and i love it now i'm looking at what your choice was and i'm kind of chuckling no Yes. <laughs> no, so like it's it's again I'm going to say it is very difficult because like if I'm being real there wasn't a lot of choices for things to watch to choose from and like so it makes it harder for certain things to stand out and when it comes to best boy like there's a lot of things that you have to consider like even if the show itself is awful if the guy is a good character I'll still, I'd still vote for him for best boy. And that's going to be something I'm going to point out a little bit later on today. But Ishiki does. I, I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, I don't like, you're, you're not going to catch me watching that anytime soon. Like it's not happening. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is. All I know. All. Best boy. Those kind of scenes, 
Oh, those kind of scenes are really, those are really impactful. Those kind of scenes are like, you look at those and you're just like, they, and they, the, the sheer design of those kind of scenes, like, will either hype you up without anything, or you will feel upset because you're just going to be like, damn, they really ruined this. Because, like, those scenes are designed to get you, like, hyped. They're designed to, like, no. Yeah. And to to bring out a further point too, to pull off a point from earlier too, they're one of the scenes where your music choice and your music design and your music lead is super important because if your music is offbeat by even a second, off character, doesn't fit the scene, doesn't fit the mood, doesn't help change or insinuate the mood, it will ruin it. That's why some scenes like that, you'll see, they don't start the music immediately, and it's all SFX. It's all, like, clashing of weapons, firing of weapons. It's just nice and silent to build the tension, which is usually a very standard way to approach this kind of thing. So... Yeah, they're trying to get that one spark. That one spark. I don't, you know, don't... We're, we're going to move on. <laughs> oh. Alright, so the next two are both... Um, yeah, uh, we we're we're gonna be doing that soon, but um, we're going to. That's fine. Best character dynamics. I ended up choosing Hachiman and Iroha because reasons that I'll explain later. And Valk chose. Yes, and we're just gonna skip personal favorite because it's the same damn thing. But I will say. I will say, if it wasn't for Ordegaru, this season specifically, I actually think my personal favorite might have been Rent-A-Girlfriend. And that's fine. I say that only because the person who got really close for Best Boy was the main character's best friend in Rent-A-Girlfriend. And, like, a lot of the supporting characters that are in Rent-A-Girlfriend were really good. They have, like, there's a lot of good character development around the main character. So, like, there, there are things that I liked about that overall. Yeah. 
It's really rough. And, like... Yeah, so pretty much with with Kazuya, it's like really hard because like it's obvious that uh the whole manga is gonna be based about him stopping being a complete idiot, but like the spacing for certain things and certain character changes that he slowly builds because you see the good you see the good character in him at certain points here and there, but they're spaced out just a little too far from each other, and they aren't underlying changes that slowly built. Yes. Yeah. It's it's rough. It's really rough. But like there are certain things from it that I do respect for the most part. It's just like, I want it to come together. And it has, obviously, as somebody who's read the manga. But in the anime, it's like, it's literally like really close, but still so far away. And you're just kind of like, come on, like, come on. But moving from that, best character design. We went completely right field here. Uh, you go first, because yours makes a little sense. <laughs> those suits do look nice though I'm not gonna lie uh, but like you, it's like you have to remember too this is the uh, anime community and like a lot of a lot of girls do have particular tastes his overall character design fits a lot of the typical things 
Yeah, he, he, he... Without the suit. Lord knows, but... <laughs> uh, now... Now, for me, I actually chose something a little weird. I chose uh, Gibiate, and I chose it because the character designs were borderline ridiculous, yet strangely believable for quite a few of the characters. Like, the main lead herself, she's, like, got that striking outfit, borderline, like, pop star-ish vibe for somebody her age and the stuff that um she ends up giving to two of the ma- two of the first characters that show up in the show from a different time because it's essentially kind of like a reverse isekai it fits them into what a japanese person thinks that they would wear all the time right and then she throws in a little bit of a fashion to it like they look like punk rock stars almost and it's kind of funny and she even dyes one of the guy's hair. Like she's like one of the one of the funniest lines I've heard from that show is like, when you think of a ninja, you think of blue hair. And it's like I kind of chuckled at it, and I was like, wait, what? Why though? <laughs> but the make, yeah, no, it, it was pretty funny. It's just like you you look at it, and it's like, yeah, you think of a show, you think of blue hair, and you like she dyes his hair blue, but like he likes it. It's just like it does fit his character. She did say, she did say after she said that, it also fits who you are, and it's a very good symbol. If somebody sees you from far away, they'll know it's you. So she did have a little bit extra reasoning, but like that first line before she said all that was kind of funny, and like the character design stay consistent. Like they're very consistent. This is like, this is like pretty much modern Japan that these people are. Was modern Japan and like a lot of the characters that are coming to this timeline are coming from like feudal, like pre mage pre meji era. And she's yeah yeah. Ah, yes, that is fair. Thank you. Thank you for the correction. But yes, they're all mostly coming from around that timeline and it's legitimately reverse isekai. But instead of just being a reverse isekai where like, oh, we gotta slay the demon lord, it's a reverse isekai into a par- uh, like like a pandemic slash these viruses are actually just giant bug things that are infecting and killing everybody and have fun. Which is why i ended up like wanting to watch it but overall the character designs are pretty nice the art is kind of like still iffy for me overall but like the complete design it's not terrible art style it's not a terrible they're not terrible character designs it all fits very well and all the characters who are meant to stand out stand out which is a nice little bit of flair so that's why i ended up choosing that for best character design best art direction kind of by default um yeah like i i I was kind of torn on this like i actually was considering choosing uh re-zero at one point even though i didn't really 
care for it that much. But, like, art direction overall, like, about around Mon was definitely one of the better ones. A nice change in pace is always nice and very welcome in a lot of situations. So I will agree with that. Now, with that being said, we are getting towards the end. I know, right? It's weird. Uh, we're going to get this one out of the way. Uh, there were no dumpster fires, although there is a reason for that. Uh, we will explain when we get to the end. But best animation, we both decided God of High School was really good. Like, it does. It it has the best animation. It looks like certain points looked like um towards the end of Dragon Ball Super clashing Super animations, which the animation from that or the movies were really good. And, like, God of High School takes takes a little bit of that. Look, I'm just, ta- I'm just trying to state facts here, okay? Like, the animation for God of High School was phenomenal. Like, from the physical... From the physicality, it was like, it had, a, it had its faults. Like, it wasn't 100% perfect. But it was solid, great, very entertaining, very, very good to look at. It was very pretty to look at, and it was easily very well translated animation wise from the show to the from the manhwa sorry to the show so i was very happy with that um laughs per square minute i'll let you explain that one Yes. Now I will say there was one there is one specific scene in Origaru that made me think of Origaru for a moment. And that was a scene of watching the main character have a rap battle with another dude. 
That scene was hilarious. When he sent that to me, I hadn't watched the episode yet, and I was like, wait, what? And I, I was so confused, and then I watched it, and then I sent him a message back a couple days later. I was like, dude, what the fuck? He's, like, actually just rapping. Like, <laughs> but... Uzaki comedy really the only comedy that stood out I don't think there was any, really any other comedies to even mention so and if this was a bad comedy I mean like it probably wouldn't have even won anything so there is that lastly show of the season God of High School Yeah. Yeah, and it's like 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 I said before, like this is like the standout for this season. I can't bring myself to say that like this is like the best of the best show of the season that we've had that we've reviewed so far. But like this was definitely the better the the headliner for this season and for many good reasons. So with that being said, There's two things coming up. Notable mentions and dishonorable mentions. We're going to... So, notable mentions for me, I actually chose Oresuki, the OVA, because the OVA dropped during the season. It was basically a three... It was, quote, quote, three episodes covering the last battle between Joro and... I mean, the other guy, the main character, quote, quote, guy. So, so I watched it. It was about an hour and a half, hour, 40 minutes. Really good. I had a lot of fun. It tied up a lot of loose ends. Um, it was very funny to watch because the main character is just like, he gave me like slight Hachiman vibes, but not but like in the sense that they don't really do anything for themselves. But, like, at the same time, like, they do things for themselves, but, like, not, like, in a greedy kind of fashion. Like, they were just kind of, like, they kind of want to make sure that everybody around them is happy, right? And he made that paramount with the way that this OVA ended. And this it basically ended where, like, he won the girl's affection, and he was basically given a free card to ask whoever he wanted out, and they would pretty much say yes so instead of doing that, he asks them on purpose, yeah, on purpose for his best bro, because his best bro, well, he needed he needed to be there for his best bro. And it's like it's it's like the main thing that is shown throughout the entire OVA is that he is always, no matter what, stuck up for some. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, 
the next one is one that uh, Valve really had some words for. Uh, I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna start this. So, I'm gonna keep it short. There are two dishonorable mentions here, and one of them is Peter Grill. All I'm going to say is that I couldn't finish the second episode. There is a lot more to it than that too. Like, it's it, it it I I genuinely believe that there could have been a possibility there are some likable characters in it, but I could not bring myself to get past the second episode because the way that they the, it no. The biggest reason why I ended up not wanting to finish it is because the main character just wasn't good. And when. Like, there is a lot. There, there is a lot to unpack there, and it's like. You couldn't. Like, it, that's that's a whole trope, too, by the way. Like he just barely keeps it in his pants or anything or something like that or it keeps getting interrupted to his thankfulness by the person that he loves but it doesn't instead he just kind of gets caught out and then he just falls and so you're like this is and And like even then, like even when something is ridiculously tropey, if the character is good or if it's written like well, tropes are tropes because they work. But just because they're tropes doesn't mean they can carry your show. That's yes, and we can continue talking about this, but I'm gonna let you start the second one because I have a lot of gripes with this one. Oh, that's so unfortunate. So, Food Wars. Love this, loved the series, right? And up until season four, I was fine with it, right? Everything was fine. Season five was... There are so many things that, like, are wrong. And, like, I had a feeling that they weren't going to follow the source really that closely because, honestly, the source isn't that much better. But the only thing that they needed to do was to leave certain parts the same story-wise, and it would have been okay, but they even did that wrong. So, like, this story was 
dumb. Like, this whole arc had little to no reason to exist. Except to, like... Except it pretty much was a... It was pretty much an arc to have an excuse to show Adriana's mom and who she was and why she has never been around. Which, sure, whatever, who cares? You really want to do that? Fine. But you throw in the character that is cross knives Asahi, and, like, you're just like, okay, why? You bring in this character who suddenly beats Yukihira's dad, who is known, who is brought about as being, like, the best chef in the world, essentially, in this series. Like, everybody's pretty much just like, this dude's a legend, like, he he left the school, he never graduated, but, like, he should have been the first seed, or, like, he was a better cook than the first seed, blah, 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 all this, like, he's crazy good, he's got legends about him everywhere, and, like, he beats him, it was like, at first, you're like, okay, I guess. I mean, like, all right, you can use it as a story plot or whatever. Like, the way that it's handled from that point on with the chef noirs and all of that was just kind of, like, dumb. And what killed me the most is that, at least in the source manga, Soma only ever brings up throughout the entire series he's only ever brought up his family like a couple a handful of times you can count it on one hand and like his mom he's only ever really brought up at this point at the end of the manga like once he's not even the one to really talk about his mom is his dad and they suddenly throw her in here like it's some kind of character that like we were supposed to know about and then they show her off like oh yeah this is all about her and we get, like, this huge cutscene. It's like, why? Like, this isn't something that's supposed to happen right now. And this isn't important right now. So you're digging a hole for no reason. And, like, there's, there's just a lot that, like, really irked me about the way that this happened. And, like, it's just kind of like watch. It's literally the same thing as watching as that famous quote. You either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. And that's literally what happens in season five. You just don't understand what the hell's going on. Like, you get a little bit more character development for Arena. You get to see your mom. You get to find out who Asahi is. And, like, you get to find out Soma's mom. That's it. And Soma's mom, you don't, you're not supposed to find out because it's supposed to be a character extra. It's supposed to be an extra after the manga is finished. But they threw it at the end of the season. And it it is what it is. I don't want, I, 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 uh, that's, it's one of those, like, I'm, I'm all set.
No. And that that ties into what I said earlier, too. Like, his mom, like, obviously his mom's important to him on, like, a maternal status and everything. Like, he learned from his mom, right? He learned from his dad. But his dad's more important to him because his dad's the one that pushed him that extra step to go to the school, who's the one that he always challenged. He's the one he saw all the time. And, like, that was made obvious. With this, if they handled it at least the way that the mangaka handled it, where it was never Soma that talked about or brought up his mom outside the one mom, like, oh, yeah, this is this one dish that my mom taught me when I was a kid. And that's, that is the extent of what he talked about in the manga about his mom. He's like... Yes. Yeah, that's never good. That's never good. Which... No, there is not, and I it's it's very unfortunate, cause like, was like giving anybody who's giving you guys spoilers is like it's technically not spoilers, but like the way that it was handled is George like this happens the whole thing with uh, Solomon's mom happens after Blue, so George like Soma brings it up that one time when he makes the fried rice for against Asahi, then all this other stuff, and then like. He brings up that one little, he's like, I found the person I wanted to cook for, dad. Like, like he would as a character. He doesn't really say it, he just thinks it. And, like, he's, like, going to continue doing what he's doing. His character doesn't change. After everything happens and he goes and disappears, like, in the anime, he's not gone for just, like, one semester. He's gone, and then they do a time skip to post. Like, the, the, everybody's graduated at this point. Like, there aren't they, they're still not in school. No, he didn't even come he, he didn't even come back for exams. Yeah, he pretty much just kind of dis Yeah. So like he comes back and he comes back to basically show off new dishes to Erin and they make her say, It's delicious. That's like his whole thing. That's his whole thing. And so like every like the it's it's everybody like graduates they move on to their career paths etc cetera, etc cetera. and he's because soma's basically literally following the steps the same footsteps as his dad a traveling chef and he's a foodie legend and they make that a point and then like they show off all this other stuff and he's like beforehand before a little bit before that that's when uh, yuki find out about his mom and it's never Soma talking about it, it was Joichiro talking about it. And it's like after everything's calmed down, where Joichiro's probably going to be home more often. He's not like traveling too, too much, but like he's still traveling back home more often, like a stray cat or whatever kind of deal. Like his characters, like he was characterized as. So, like, it was just handled terribly. And it made me upset because I wanted to see them animate older 
versions of all the characters, not what we got. But, like, I can't be upset about certain things about it, so I was like, whatever. I don't care. This whole season was a throwaway anyway. Yeah, that was weak. That was like she's no, she's a very like headstrong. She Ugh. it's it's very it's very upsetting. And it's like I already knew it was like not great, but like ugh. I don't want to think about it. Now, yeah, I know. I am looking, though, at your list, and there's one extra on there that I was very surprised to see. If you could so explain to me, kind gentleman. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Oh. Uh, well,
Ugh, all right, I'm going to stop it there. That's awful. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to talk about that. But we're going to stop it here. Um, There's a lot going on. Uh, I'll be reaching out to you guys soon. It's been a little bit quiet, but I have a lot of stuff that's been editing. So until next time, we'll see you guys later.